Welcome back to the What's More podcast. I'm your host, Quentin Harris, and here we are at episode 128. You know, throughout the last few episodes we've done, we've got this question over and over again about interest rates and how to obtain the best interest rate. And, you know, for this particular episode, I was going to defer everything to my co-host, Daniel Halverson, since he lives in the weeds on this topic every single day. He's one of the biggest experts on this, and he's one of the top originators in the history from 2018 through 2021. So without further ado, I hope you guys enjoy this episode that Daniel put together for you. Hey, I'm Daniel Halverson, Bank of England Mortgage. And the purpose of this video is to walk you through step-by-step how to get the best interest rate on your mortgage. And uh, ultimately, uh, a lot of this content is going to apply more towards uh, the purchase of a home, but a lot of it's applicable on a refinance as well. And we are providing this content entirely free. Uh, Obviously, if you're in the market to purchase a home, though, we would love to speak with you. And this guide will will give you inside information so you know the right questions to ask, uh, what to look for, and also to avoid some of the the typical tricks or gimmicks that you might see from other lenders out there. So purpose of this video is how to get the best interest rate on your mortgage. And uh, the reason that we're recording this is because our surveys show approximately 40% of consumers say that interest rate and loan fees matter the most when selecting a lender. So what are the other 60% value? I think it's important we establish that as well. And through our surveys, we, we identified lender responsiveness, o- overall loan options, so many different loan programs they have, reputation reviews, industry experience, and local knowledge. So there's a few different variables there. And the point of all that is to say, if you've got a lender that's really good at all those other things, a little bit of a difference in interest rate and loan fees maybe isn't as big of a consideration. However, with interest rate and loan fees being overwhelmingly the number one criteria for selecting a lender, if that difference is significant, then the rest of those things don't really matter as much. So I think it's important we establish that. And with that in mind, you know, let's dive deeper into the components of getting the best interest rate. And notice I say best interest rate. I didn't say the lowest interest rate. The reason for that is because the lowest interest rate is not necessarily always the correct answer. There's a number of different factors we're going to talk about here. And really what we're looking for is the lowest interest rate relative to your goals. So why the lowest rate isn't always the best rate, let's talk a little bit about that. And I like to use examples. So just for a point of reference here, let's say that you're purchasing a $300,000 home, putting 5% down, so your, your loan amount is 285000 And let's say that you're shopping with two different mortgage companies. And the first mortgage company, we'll call it Mortgage Lender A, gives you an interest rate of 6.5%. And you ask them for the details of the terms of their offer, and you determine that the loan fees that they are charging you for that interest rate is $1,000. So 6.5% interest rate, $1,000 in fees, right? You call Mortgage Lender B, they offer you a 6% interest rate, a considerably lower interest rate, obviously. But the loan fees on that loan are $7,500. So the question is, pop quiz, which one of those is better? The answer, like most things, it depends. So there's a few things that you'd want to evaluate there. And the first thing I would say is, if you go back to mortgage lender A, how much would it cost them to get you that same interest rate? Because if you look at those two offers, you're not comparing the same thing, right? You're comparing an interest rate with low fees to a lower interest rate with higher fees. So first thing, go back to the original lender, say, hey, what would it cost you to get me the same interest rate? Second consideration is how long do you plan to live in the home? So if, if you feel like it's a home that you may not want to live in long term, may not make sense to incur the fees associated with the lower interest rate. 
And then the last component I would say that's important to take a look at there is what is the short-term and long-term outlook for interest rates? If you're in a, a rising rate environment or a higher interest rate environment, there may be a possibility to refinance the loan in the future, as opposed to if you're coming off of very low interest rates, it could make more sense rather in that scenario to pay more money to buy the interest rate down, knowing that the likelihood of refinancing is, is relatively low in the future. And pro tip, what I would say is ask your lender to calculate in number of months what your break-even point would be if you were to pay points. So that's something that every lender should be able to do for you to evaluate how long is it going to take you to break even when you calculate the monthly payment savings divided by the additional cost of the interest rate. So that's a little bit of information there about the interest rate and the cost relative to the interest rate. Let's talk about the interest rate relative to the monthly payment. So uh, what we find is interest rate and loan fees matter, right? But most people at the end of the day want to know what their mortgage payment is going to be. So lower interest rate, yes, that generally means lower mortgage payment, but that's not necessarily always the case. So depending on what type of loan you're looking at, generally speaking, the, the shorter the loan term, the lower the interest rate. What I mean by that is if you're shopping for a 30-year mortgage, you're probably going to get a higher interest rate than if you shop for, let's say, a 20-year or a 15-year mortgage. So if your goal is lowest interest rate, the loan term can impact that as well. And once again, I like to use examples. So let's say that you're shopping for a mortgage and same example, $300,000 purchase price, 5% down. And you consult with a lender and ask them to give you interest rates across a couple of different options. And they give you an interest rate of 6.5% on a 30-year mortgage. Once again, these interest rates are not indicative of, of what the market is maybe at this time, but just for example purposes, 6.5% interest rate on a 30-year mortgage. And let's say that you came into this saying that I don't want my monthly payments to exceed $2,500 a month. So to calculate that information based on a 30-year loan, what your payment would be with taxes, with insurance, everything included. And they tell you that your, your monthly payment is going to be $2,400. And you also ask them to give you information on a 15-year loan. And let's say that interest rate is 6%. So obviously, shorter term, lower interest rate. However, when you look at what the, the overall payment would be with all of those other factors included, monthly payments, $3,000 a month. So prime example here, uh, really the, the answer of it depends when it comes to lowest interest rates. Most people are monthly payment driven and budget is the most important thing. So while you could get a lower interest rate on a shorter term loan, that monthly payment is going to be higher than where you want it to be. And another pro tip, if you elect to do a 30-year mortgage, you can always have the lender calculate for you what it would do to the term if you made additional payments, be it monthly or if you made an additional payment a year. So you can always look to get the flexibility of a 30-year mortgage and calculate how quickly you could pay the loan off if you intend to pay more every month. So we've talked a little bit about monthly payments relative uh, to the term of the loan. We've also talked about the cost of the loan relative to uh, the interest rate. Let's talk about optimizing credit score for the best interest rate. And if you're interested, we have an entire resource about how to optimize your credit score as it pertains to a mortgage. But as a consumer, really, this is probably the number one thing that you have the ability to control that will influence your interest rate. And uh, essentially for most lenders, when they quote interest rates, there are tiers of credit scores that will impact the rate that you get. And uh, so the higher the credit score, the better the interest rate. That really is always going to hold true across any market and across any loan program. And 
So if you're looking at purchasing a home in the relatively near future, or even if you've already applied for a mortgage, it's important to evaluate from the lender, can you give me my credit scores? What, what are they right now? And is there a way that we can improve the credit score to put me in a better position to get a better interest rate? And another tip for you to get the best interest rate from any lender, generally you want to have a credit score of 780. So that's not to say that you can't get a great deal on a mortgage if your credit score is lower than that. But if the goal is absolute lowest interest rate, 780 is your target. I wouldn't stress out about getting the credit score where you want it to be before you talk to a lender because many lenders have the ability to run simulators to tell you if you do certain things, what the impact could be on your score. And they could also go so far as to help you uh, quickly update your credit scores so that you are in the best position for the best interest rate. Yo, thank you so much for choosing us today. We're definitely not done with our podcast, but we are going to take a really short sponsor break and then we'll get right back to the show. I've been in the lending business for 20 years. I've seen many different lenders. During those 20 years, I recognized there's a difference between being an originator and an advisor. The team at Bank of England is full of advisors. They take their time to understand your needs. They take the time to structure a mortgage for you and your family. And I cannot recommend them enough. If you're in the market to purchase a home, maybe it's a second home, maybe it's an investment property, or you're looking to refinance your current property that you live in, take a minute to work with the advisors at Bank of England Mortgage. They're a nationwide lender and you can find your local branch at boemortgage.com because it's more than loans, it's people. Thanks so much for letting us give a shout out to our sponsor. All right, now back to the podcast. So let's evaluate how the loan to value ratio can impact the interest rate that you get on your loan. And the loan to value ratio is simply your loan amount relative to the price or the value of the home. And, and there are really two primary considerations with respect to how this impacts the interest rate that you're offered. The first consideration is how much money are you using for down payment? You may find on some loan, loan programs that putting down less than 20% will actually get you a better interest rate than putting 20% down. On the flip side of that, you may also find that if you're putting down considerably more than 20%, let's say 25% plus, that that could also improve your interest rate. So if you have a range of down payments and maybe you're not as payment sensitive, I think it's important to evaluate at a range of different down payments, what gets you the best interest rate. The second consideration is generally speaking, the higher the loan amount, the better the interest rate. And what I mean by that is, as you might imagine, the more money that you finance, the more money that the lender collects in interest, that generally will reward you by offering you a lower interest rate in return for that. And uh, those statements may be a little bit counterintuitive, but I want to just explain or reiterate rather that we're talking about the difference between the loan to value ratio and the loan amount itself. So that's not to say that you should go out and shop for more of a loan than you need because the interest rate's a little bit better, but it's just something that's important to note. And another pro tip, we talked about this briefly, if you are putting less than 20% down, you know, don't think of mortgage insurance as a bad thing. It can actually help you get a lower interest rate on the loan and reduce the amount of money that you need up front to purchase the home. So consider the total payments across all of those options so that you can get the whole picture of what that's going to look like. So how does the property type or the property use impact the interest rate you'll get on your loan? In some cases, the type of property that you purchase can impact the interest rate. What I mean by that is, for example, on conventional mortgages, if you are purchasing a condominium, a manufactured home, or a two, three, or four unit property, the interest rate is going to be higher than what it would be on, say, just a single family home. 
Uh, the interest rate is also going to be different if you intend to use the property as a second home or an investment property uh, in uh, comparison to a primary residence. So the property use being, are you going to live in it or are you not going to live in it? And does that mean that you should stay away from certain property types? Definitely not. But it's important to, to note that if you're comparing different offer, offers from different lenders or if you're comparing offers on different properties from the same lender, you're going to see some variation in rate. So with knowing that, you can compare apples to apples by providing that lender with all of the information about the property itself, the, the type of properties you're looking at, and also uh, being transparent with the lender about uh, what your plans for the property are, whether you're going to live in it or uh, it'll be a second home or investment property. So I've obviously given you a lot of information at this point, and you're probably wondering, is there one place that I can go to get all this information? Can I use a service like Bankrate or LendingTree or some place that I can go to get everybody's interest rate at once? And the answer is yes and no. And you might be familiar with the insurance company Progressive. They've got the funny commercials, and they essentially became a relatively popular, let's call it famous, with their compare rates call out. So what they did with their services is you go online, shop for a quote, they give you not only their rate for auto insurance, whatever you're looking for, but they give you all of their competitors rates. And the reason that that tool works so well in that world is because a lot of times insurance is kind of an out of the box product. And that price is predetermined by credit score, previous driving record, age, et cetera. Uh, the difference when you're comparing uh, interest rates is you know, mortgage rates fluctuate. They can fluctuate monthly, weekly, daily. They can even fluctuate multiple times in a day. That's generally not the case with insurance products, right? If you uh, shop for an insurance product today and you call them back a week later and you want to move forward, the rate's probably going to be the same. In the mortgage world, that can change pretty consistently. So mortgage lenders will not always be able to adjust their uh, offers multiple times a day in real time. Mortgage interest rates can also be advertised with and without additional points or fees. So if you go to a service like that and you get a host of different interest rates, it could be the case that one lender is making an assumption that you're willing to put down more money or that you're willing to pay more money in fees. So those offers may not be on equal footing. And the last thing is because you're comparing offers with different fees, it's very difficult to compare them side by side, right? You have no way of knowing all the assumptions that lender is making when they put that information on a service like a bank rate or a lending tree. So it's very difficult to evaluate and get a true apples to apples comparison of which offers the best. And with respect to websites like lending tree and bank rate, you'll see they'll, they'll allow pretty much any mortgage company that wants to, to advertise that information as far as interest rates go on their website. However, to get accurate offers from them, you have to put your contact information in, and then that information gets sold to a number of different mortgage companies. So that may not be a problem for you, but a lot of the, the consumers that we speak with don't want to be bombarded with phone calls from tens of companies that they have no affiliation with, bombarding them with information about, about mortgages, right? So that's something that you would have to endure if you wanted to go to a service like that and get accurate rate quotes. You'd have to, one, input your information. We actually went through LendingTree just as a test. You have to enter, as it says right now, you have to enter 22 questions in order to get accurate rate information. And then after that, at the very end, you have to put your name, phone number, email in, and then the phone call start. So a little bit about lending tree there. You can try to evaluate that. You may or may not get offers that you can really compare equally, and you're going to probably get bombarded with calls and emails and text messages from mortgage companies that want you to do business with them.
So in terms of using an online service like that, I think it's a great service to be able to get a general idea of where interest rates are. But just know that uh, these are marketing tools and the rate that you're going to get will be different once they have your loan application. So how much shopping is enough? Yeah, as we've outlined in this resource, you know, there are a number of factors and considerations that come into play when you shop for the best rate on your mortgage. And the reality is you're never going to know if you get the best interest rate on your mortgage. And, and here's the main reasons why. One, there are thousands of mortgage lenders out there. So you'd have to shop a large number of lenders and obtain formal written loan offers from them, which in some cases can take hours, it can take days, but that would be a time-consuming activity to shop a representative sample of lenders to get that many lenders to get you formal loan estimates in a short period of time would be nearly impossible. Mortgage rates can also change daily, which we've already talked about. So um, if you did get multiple offers across multiple days, those interest rates can change uh, relative to the lender uh, that you shopped with. So if you get an offer on one day from this lender and then three days later from another one, that interest rate with the lender that you originally started with could be higher or lower at that point. So you'd have to go back to each lender and get real-time interest rate information for that particular moment in time. And uh, the last thing is there's a wide range of mortgage loans available. So each lender has variables that will impact the terms of their offer. Some of the things that we've outlined here are consistent across many lenders, but some lenders may have their own individual rules and guidelines and variables that impact the interest rate that maybe don't apply to another lender. So the amount of analysis that you would have to do or uh, that would be required from each lender to compare all of these offers on equal footing, once again, really nearly impossible. So really begs the question, does that mean that you shouldn't shop interest rates at all? Not necessarily. Uh, about half of consumers shop around to see who advertises the lowest interest rate. Conversely, only about one in four actually apply with another lender. Why? Because applying with a lender is a time-consuming activity, and a lot of people don't want to do that multiple times. So one way that we at Bank of England uh, help our uh, customers to feel confident they're getting the best rate is we have a rate comparison tool that we use in real time that compares our interest rate on most of the major loan programs to the industry standard. So at any one time, we can show you across a number of years where we stack up relative to the average interest rate across all mortgage companies. And once again, this resource is completely free. We don't charge anything for it. We just want you as a consumer to get the best interest rate on your loan. However, if you are in the market to get a loan, we certainly would love to speak with you. Hey, Daniel, thanks for putting that together for us. I hope you guys enjoyed that. That was some expert advice, some key insight from one of the experts in the lending field. And I just wanted to say, Daniel, thanks again. And I hope you guys enjoyed this episode. If you did, please five-star review this podcast, share it on Apple, Google, Spotify, or on YouTube. Check us out at What's Your One More with the number one. That's at What's Your One More with the number one. That's all of our social handles as well. And again, thanks for tuning into this episode. I got one more shot, I'm gonna make it. One more chance, I'm gonna take it. I meant it when I said it, now it's time for me to do it. I got one life to live, so 